Hi everyone, this is Sierra. Um, I know this isn't our normal intro, but we originally recorded this episode thinking it would just be one episode, and then it ended up being close to two hours long, so we decided to split it up in sort of after production, I guess. Um, so what you're hearing is the first part, and if it seems to end a little bit abruptly, that is because it does, and you'll be the second part soon. So thank you for listening and uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. Yay! Yes! How are you, Haley? As if we haven't been talking already. I'm live, laugh, loving under these conditions. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This has just been the, you, you know, it's just been yeah. very busy. And I just I- have been behind on things and my body does not want to do the things that it needs to do to keep me alive yeah i feel like november like halloween's like woo woo fun and then november comes it's like oh shit the year's nearly over yeah and bear keeps pissing in my fucking socks (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess that's not a november unique thing that's just bears sometimes a bitch to me he just has to like remind you that she's the boss. Yeah, so that's my bear update, I guess. Wants. Is that bear is living and loving life. <laughs> and you have stinky socks now. And I have moist stinky socks. So I will be doing laundry after this episode. Um because <laughs> I have a questionable well. I don't have, I don't know how many clean socks I have. Honestly, I don't want to go through and smell every single one. So, so I'm just, just going to throw the drawer in. We're just going to, we're literally going to, yeah. Yeah. I'm just going to take it and dump it in the washer. I think that's a smart move. I wish you would stop doing that. Is she there in the room with you? No, she left because. <laughs> She's being a stinker right now. A stinky butt. Stinky butt. She's being a stinky butt. I don't know what her issue is. She like wouldn't when we started when we started the Zoom meeting for those who obviously weren't there. Um <laughs> everyone else that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so funny. Um she she kept she like cried to come into the room came into the room hung out for a second like literally one second like one mississippi okay she just had to assess the situation she had to assess the vibe and then she started knocking on the door to get out i opened the door and said please leave ma'am and she looked at me and she sat down so i closed the door because i was like okay obviously she doesn't want to leave i was wrong she immediately began hitting her head against the door again so then i opened it again let her go and she looked back at me angry that i did not want to go with her but she got over it she's probably laying out somewhere she's so brave she's so brave you know she is god's strongest soldier I mean, and she just has to fight battles constantly, such as 
Do I pee in my litter box or do I pee in Haley's fucking socks? <laughs> and you are God's most tragic clown. I ri- Oh my god. <laughs> you last have to week- deal with the silliest battles. Last week, I was being so stupid and just, like, messed up so many things. And I sent that to someone. I was like, God really does give his most tragic... No, gives his... What is his it? silliest battles to his most tragic clowns. And that was me last week. I feel that. I I think it was yesterday. I was, like, making myself some tea and then, like, also trying to pour myself a bowl of cereal. And I put the hot water into my cereal bowl with my cereal already in it. <laughs> I just like had to stop. And I was like, I like sat down and I cried for a little bit. And then, <laughs> Sarah, at least that you didn't tell your advisor that you think that you proved a paper wrong, and then you realize you just forgot a factor of two pi. Ugh. That was that unfortunately. Terrible. That sounds terrible. That was that was my nine eleven. <laughs> In that moment where you're like, maybe I just quit. Yeah. Maybe oh, I yeah. just maybe I just become a beekeeper in Montana. Yeah. Yeah. I was um that was it for me, frankly. <laughs> it was so frustrating. Oh. Was he the one that pointed it out? Yeah, of course he was. Oh God! I fucking oh no hate no that. no! I I did find it. I did okay, find okay. it. But I found it with him sitting there. I still I still think that's marginally better than him looking at it and being like, "Haley, what the fuck?" Yeah, I agree. I agree. But yeah, I yeah, that's rough. That's rough, buddy. <laughs> so November's been doing us dirty, is what I'm hearing. Also, I love how we were like, we're going to record in advance so we don't have to skip weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) There's one thing about me. I'm a liar. (laughs) I'm a liar and a fake. Oh, boy. I will eventually. I also, guys... Let's just all thank Sierra for being so understanding of me because I told her like three times we were going to record and then I was like, I don't have notes yet. I don't have notes yet. I still don't is the thing. So <laughs> she she's taking one for the team. That's okay. I have a I have a one that I'm very excited about because it's kind of an anniversary Oh, of sorts. Wow. Yeah. would you do you want to get into it or do you have more you want do you want to keep thanking me because i'm good either way like you can keep keep saying that i'm the best and amazing Um, do that for like another 20 minutes (laughs) sierra's the best she's so amazing everything about her 10 out of 10 (laughs) cannot complain at all um thank you thank you okay i'm done now (laughs) are you sure uh yeah i think you just appreciated that i sent you the like walter white memes saying we need a record (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, okay. I do have a little beef with today. You asked me, do you still run a record? And then 13 minutes later, you sent me four question marks. Like, I uh, give me, give me at least 20 minutes to respond. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? I'll make up for it with the story. Okay. I'll make up with the story. And so I actually, I know, you know, this story. So I am going to give a little intro and then I'm going to ask you and see if you can tell what the story is. Wait, you know I know the story? I know you know the story. Oh. It is a very popular story. Oh. And so I will I will ask you at the very end of my little intro. What do you think it is? I'm excited. Okay. This is a quiz you should pass. And if you don't pass, we'll edit it. Don't worry. Thank you. <laughs> That's good to know because I was already a little scared. <laughs> There's you don't need to worry about two pie. It's fine. Shut the fuck up. I can't believe Sorry, you. I'm being mean. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> no, um, it's okay. okay. So we have a first initial account encounter. November twelfth. 1966. Five men are preparing a grave for burial. Suddenly, they see a large brownish-gray humanoid lift off from one of the trees flying above them, and they claimed that it sounded like a screaming woman. And that's that. Fly? <laughs> Fly. Is this Mothman? <laughs> yes, it is the Mothman. Yeah! <laughs> I didn't even have to finish. I w I was gonna give you more, but I didn't need it. I'm I know you're so Sierra. smart, Haley. I'm so smart. All I had to say was fly, and you. Yeah, you were do you on like it. I was like it flew. That bitch <laughs> flew. Well, let me tell you. Yeah, so I have a story on the Mothman. And Hell, I want you to know, yeah. like, number one, I love the Mothman, so I really enjoy doing these notes. But yeah, I, also... I do want to put that out there, that I've never known a bigger fan. <laughs> Mothman, if you're listening, <laughs> um, these notes are nine pages. <laughs> so true, Sierra. <laughs> Which I think is the longest set of notes. And I, I like, stopped myself. I was like, I need to stop. Didn't you get a Mothman, like, onesie? Yes. For one your my, birthday? Yeah, one of my friends got me it for their birthday. But you want to know the funniest part of that? Mm -hmm. Someone stole the first package. So they just probably opened it up and were like, what the fuck? Imagine if you were a package thief <laughs> opening it up and finding an adult size Mothman onesie. I love that. I think, honestly, like, I hope they enjoyed it. I hope so too. I hope so too. That's so funny. <laughs> Isn't it? But yeah, I, I did um, wear my Mothman onesie for Halloween this year. I was Hell Mothman yeah. again. During my Halloween trip, I told the story of Mothman around a campfire, and 
you know, we're just going to continue it because, you know, November, I mean, technically like November 12th was the first sighting. If you count this one as a sighting, but the other one is November 15th, which is, you know, tomorrow. So I figured this was a great little anniversary, anniversary episode for the Mothman. At least when we're recording it. So, yeah. Um, I also would like to thank um, a couple of the sources. So one of them was, and that's why we drink. There also was a show on PBS about the Mothman. And yes, I did watch it um, called Monstrum. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Several websites and also BuzzFeed Unsolved. And also several newspaper articles. I love that. So, let's get into it. So we had our our November 12th sighting. Three days later, on November 15th, two young married couples were out for a drive on Route 62. Um, So this is Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Mallet. They were headed to the TNT area, which was the site of an abandoned World War II munitions plant. And this had become a pretty popular hangout spot uh, for, you know, youngsters, rabble rousers. When suddenly, the travelers spotted a figure shuffling toward one of the abandoned buildings in the TNT area. This figure was described as being seven to eight feet tall. They said, They didn't see a neck or arms. Linda is quoted as saying as it had the body of a, quote, slender, muscular man, end quote. And upon the being's back were wings that, when unfolded, stretched to be a 10-foot wingspan. But most hauntingly of all, this creature turned and looked at them with huge, bright red glowing eyes that were about two inches in diameter. Those are huge eyes. Yeah. And it is said that it was, quote, red like you never saw red, end quote. So like this burning bright, like laser red. Hmm. And this being would later be dubbed the Mothman. 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 So. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> After spotting the creature, um, Roger, who was the one driving, quickly did a Yui and decided to drive away. You're like, "Mm, nope, not today. I get that. And so he tried to speed away in his 1957 Chevy. However, when he was driving, they suddenly saw the figure appear in front of them in the road again. They stopped, and at this point, the creature spread out its wings and apparently lifted up into the air without flapping its wings. Roger then tried to speed off again, pushing the car to almost 100 miles an hour. However, the creature was able to keep up with them. Mothman's a legend. (laughs) So speedy. There was one quote, or like one description in a newspaper that was like, despite having a shambling walk, the creature had no trouble flying. (laughs) (laughs) me (laughs) (laughs) so yeah even going 100 miles an hour this thing was able to keep up with them legend 
um, they claimed that it flew above the car or like right behind them the entire time, making loud squeaking noises. It sounded like, quote, a record playing at high speed or the squeak of a mouse, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have some thoughts? The high squeak of a mouse? Uh, A record played at high speed or the squeak of a mouse. Oh, yeah. Okay. I know. Um, a little odd, I would say. And this is something that they said on BuzzFeed Unsolved. Like, it's such an odd thing because you think that if they were making up a story, that they'd be like, "And the creature roared at us." But the fact that they were like, "No, the creature just went," <laughs> almost brings some more realism to it. Yeah. No. Like, <laughs> I, I do make agree. that up. <laughs> Like, like if I, like I'd be like he would not. It's do you ever think about how like cheetahs like go like? Yeah, how they chirp. Yeah, and like how that seems really fake. Like that's mm-hmm. the same. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, what? and cheetahs can go super fast too. So maybe. So ma- we're literally cracking it. We're wide making open right connections. Now. We're making connections. We're solving mysteries. Like, unfortunately, a cheetah and Mothman, same person. <laughs> More similar than you might think. So, yeah, basically, they're driving, driving, driving. They're not losing this creature. Um, however, as they approached the city limits of Point Pleasant, they said the creature finally flew away. Initially, Linda said they should all go to the police and report what they found. But the others in the car said that the police wouldn't believe them and that they needed to go back and confirm what they saw. So after going through a high-speed chase where they were going 100 miles an hour, they were like, but actually, let's just make sure. That's so funny. And I kind of love it, because that would be me. They're like, you know what? Fuck it, we're going back. (laughs) Maybe we just saw it wrong. Maybe we're just being kind of silly goofy. Um, So they turned around. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously. Uh, Probably much to chagrin. chagrin. And they started driving back when their headlights hit a field. And they saw the the creature walking in the field. Just kind of like shambling along. And as the headlights hit the creature, it apparently looked back up at them with the red eyes. And then tried to move away from the car like it didn't want to interact anymore um (laughs) you know what never mind (laughs) yeah it was kind of like okay that was fun i guess but like you don't seem to want to play with me so that's kind of silly i'm good i'm tired now i just flew at 100 miles per hour i just i just true (laughs) (laughs) like i'm going to go get my gatorade and I'm going to go chill for a bit. Um, but this was this was enough for the people in the car. So they decided to turn back around. They were like, you know what? We saw it again. We weren't imagining it. Um, and they went back to the Mason County Courthouse where they reported what they saw. Now, this is around 2 a.m. So they reported this to Deputy Millard Halstead, um, who claimed that the couples looked terrified and that he really did believe that they saw something unexplainable. Uh, you can actually see the written police reports at the Mothman Museum. 
Unfortunately, I couldn't see a digital recording of them. Mm. Uh, so I guess I just have to go back to Point Pleasant. Um, <laughs> in your Mothman suit. In my Mothman onesie. Uh, with my wa- Mothman baseball tee and my Mothman j- uh, mug. Yeah. Yeah, do be like that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I need all of those things when I go back. <laughs> it's yeah, it's really important. <laughs> um, so the police they like for these reports, they actually took each person into a separate room and had them write down their story. And if you look at the reports, they match up very well. So that's another reason why p- the police were like, okay, they saw something. Hmm. And so the couples and uh, Deputy Halstead did return to the field. I'm not exactly sure when this happened. I want to say early in the morning. They did not see the creature. However, they claimed to hear strange sounds. Uh, There were shadows in the woods and that there was an odd set of hoof-like footprints that ended abruptly in the field. Hmm. Curious. That's weird. So the next day, the newspaper, the Point Pleasant Register, ran the headline, quote, Couple see man-sized bird, dot, 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 creature, dot, 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 something, exclamation point. Me trying to explain my results to my advisor. (laughs) I love it so much. Dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. Creature, dot, 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 something? exclamation point (laughs) and so roger the guy that was driving the car found some scratch marks on the top of his car that he believed was related to the creature and he was apparently very upset about it he was also quoted as saying quote i'm a hard guy to scare but last night i was for getting out of there (laughs) end quote i'm a hard i'm a hard guy to scare and you you better write that down last night i was out i was out so do you know where the origin of the name Mothman comes from? No. But moths don't have hooves, just to point that out. <laughs> no, they don't. So the name Mothman was first coined by one of the newspaper articles, and it is believed to be partly due to the popularity of the Batman comics at the time, which featured a villain known as the Killer Moth <gasps> that had That's like red so eyes. so fun. Not fun. A little fun. Also, there were reports, like, after other sightings, people did report that they thought the creature kind of looked like Batman, too. Oh. So, because of Batman's popularity, that's how we got the Mothman. (laughs) Um, Another name for this creature that didn't stick around was the Mason Bird Monster. The... (laughs) No, that's not catchy. <laughs> no, the Mothman <laughs> the is so like, much better. I was like, <laughs> no, canceled, denied. But yeah, isn't that such a fun fact? No, that is a really fun fact. I like it. And so after after this sighting, which the um, sighting with the people in the car, Linda, Roger, uh, Steve, and Mary, that's kind of known as the first sighting or like claimed as the first sighting um just because that's where we get the like best description of what became known as the mothman not so to discount thanks. oh 
No, you go ahead. No, you go first. Oh, I was just going to, not to discount what was seen on November 12th. However, they did just say it was a humanoid figure that lifted off the tree and flew and sounded like screaming. So now you know, if you want to be taken seriously, you really got to go back and (laughs) take a good hard look. You got to, yeah, you got to turn around and you got to be chased for a little bit. Yeah, like you got to be, you got to have a little chase for a little reward. Uh Uh-huh. So Linda, um, who you might remember was the person that was like, we need to go to the police, right? Like after the first encounter, she was like, I don't need to go back. I know what I saw. We need to go to the police. Uh, She apparently was treated for shock after this encounter. She was so shaken by it. Um, You know, she had a lot of anxiety, paranoia. However, she also reported a lot of paranormal happenings as well. So she started getting strange phone calls after the incident. And she says she was also visited by the men in black. Uh, Did you hear my shock? I heard. I think it was a little delayed, but I did hear it. <laughs> Isn't it always? <laughs> not the not the guest feature. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They come back. Don't worry. And she also claimed to hear disembodied voices and that things in her house started to move by themselves. All right. Yeah. All right. Mothman's being a little, a little silly. A little silly goofy. Um, so in the following three days after the November 15th sighting, eight more people claimed to witness the Mothman. So Eight more people. Yeah, within the following three days or even just on November 15th. So this next one is Newell Partridge. So on the same night, November 15th, Newell claimed to be watching TV when he heard a strange high-pitched noise coming from outside. And suddenly his TV turned to static and then had weird patterns appear on it. His dog Bandit, which was a German Shepherd, began howling and barking outside. So Newell grabbed a flashlight and decided to walk out to see what was going on. When he walked outside, he shone his flashlight out into a field where he saw a huge humanoid figure with glowing red eyes that he said were, quote, like bicycle reflectors. I love the description of the eyes. Everybody's so creative. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that, again, almost gives this idea that, like, it might be real because everyone's fixated on these eyes. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Like, everyone agrees that the eyes were, like, the wildest part. These giant bright red eyes. I do think sometimes, like... When enough people are, like, saying the same thing, that is pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. So Newell, who was scared, ran back into the house, and he was going to get his gun and go back out, but he grabbed his gun and decided to just stay in the house. He didn't want to go back out and face this thing. Um, However, he (laughs) heard... Fair enough. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, I... Sometimes I think we all should maybe be a little bit... Just more scared. Yeah, like less, like no one, we don't have to be heroes, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's how the horror movies end, you know? Yeah. So things to think about. Um, However, he heard his dog go out and chase the creature. 
Um, and he never saw oh. Bandit again. No. So I knew where it was going, but I was so sad. Yeah. I unfortunately like that is where I would run out after. <laughs> I'd be like, you're going down. I <laughs> whether would run, you like yeah. it or not. I would run out after the like it wouldn't matter if there was a dog there, I would be like, well, time to save the dog. So unfortunately, I do have self-preservation. That is my fatal until flaw. A dog it's like involved. Dog or bear. Though honestly, bear would be able to take them off, man. Let's be real. Yeah, I don't know. Bear is so convincing that she's scary <laughs> because animals who are much more able to defend themselves and much larger have been very scared of that cat so i believe in her <laughs> so she she can actually take care of herself but maybe like any other cat than bear <laughs> bear could take down a literal bear and i really do believe that and not because she's tough well because she's, she just believes in herself she just i've never met something something or someone that has such an ability to exude confidence at any given moment yeah she really like does not fear god or death no she laughs in the face of fate like to to a flaw for sure yeah but you know it works for her so it really does (laughs) unfortunately this didn't work for bandit so when newell got up in the morning he followed Bandit's paw prints out into the field. He found them go out into the field and then did a couple circles, but then vanished without returning back to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's unclear what happened to Bandit. And that's where Mothman crossed the line. <laughs> Unless Mothman just adopted Bandit, we could like to believe. <laughs> me, me when I lie. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, just the solution is delusion <laughs> or de- <laughs> <laughs> so delusion. True. Yeah. Um. So the next night, on November sixteenth, nineteen sixty-six, was another sighting by Marcella Bennett and her four-year-old daughter. So Marcella was out um, to visit her sister, who lived near the TNT area. She was walking to her car when she saw a creature or a being by her car. She stated she was only about three feet away. And at first she thought it was a man that was standing near her car. But then she saw the wings and the bright red eyes looking at her. And this is a pretty long quote, but this is what she said about the encounter. Quote, he was shaped like a male, huge wings, the way he was standing, head like a bird. I'll never forget the way he was standing, like he was waiting for the moment for me to walk up. The neck looked like it went down in like a bird, way down in the neck. To me, it wasn't of this world. Can I just take a moment that it's so funny that she started with, he was shaped like a male. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know what that, what that means. (laughs) What that means. It makes me think of the interview with, um. Yep, gone. Uh, interview with the uh, the man, I Sean Mendez. Sean Mendez, where he's asked about Joe Alwyn, and he he's like, 
yeah, he looks nice. And then they're like, you're lying. And then he's like, well, he does have a bit of a villain look to him. <laughs> it's so funny. He talks for so long about it. And it's, uh, it's I don't really think I've funny. seen this. Oh my God. It's so good. He's like, he's like, well, he does have a bit of a villain look to him. I mean, his eyes, I just, I just don't trust people with blue. It's really good. Go watch it guys. If you haven't, it's, it's really funny. And then at the very end, he was like, I talked way too long about him, didn't I? <laughs> okay. I thought one interesting thing about this quote was, number one, that she was like, he was just standing there like he was waiting for me to walk up to him. Like, I feel- like okay. Like- I don't know. That's that's very creepy. Oh, <laughs> the way I was like, okay, confidence. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I find that a little creepy that this, like, I don't know, because previously it sounded like maybe the Mothman was curious about the car or, like, not really wanting human interaction. But then this story seems like, okay, is he seeking out people now, specifically? Yeah. But I also thought it was interesting that she brought up the neck and that it looked like it was kind of like how a bird, like, tucks in its neck. I honestly lost that because I was so focused on the fact that he said he had a <laughs> he, he was had shaped a like a male. <laughs> Wasn't it like a, he had a male look to him, or did I just make he was up? shaped like a male? Oh, okay, yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, he was shaped like a male. The huge wings, um, as you know, all males have. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm being so mean to Marcella. <laughs> she doesn't deserve this. I'm sorry, Marcella. So like Linda, actually, though, Marcella also said that she was greatly affected by the encounter. She experienced anxiety, paranoia, nightmares. Uh, She would also say that she sometimes could feel a presence around her. And that she also would have psychic premonitions of things to come in the future. Specifically, one of these premonitions was seeing Christmas gifts floating down a river while she heard people screaming we'll get to it so another we'll, report we'll get to it that was so okay heard period <laughs> we're only on page three of these night these notes Haley. <laughs> <laughs> so another person who claimed to see the mothman was faye leeport she was in the car with her brother when her brother looked over at her and got a look of fear over his face he told her don't look but there's something standing by the car. She looked. Um, <laughs> me? <laughs> like, she's just like, me for real. Don't, like, don't look. look. And me, like, yeah, immediately turns. turns. Faye said that the creature was so close to her car door that if she had rolled down the window, she could have reached out and touched it. She then said that it jumped onto the hood of the car and peered at them with its giant red eyes. After a while, it got off the car, ran a small distance, opened its wings, and without flapping, flew away. Without flapping? Yeah. How? I don't... This is a repeated theme that apparently the Mothman doesn't need to like flap its wings. It just opens its wings and then can fly. And it's like a mouth. Yeah. Um, this is a quote from Faye. Quote, it opened up the biggest 
prettiest set of bird wings you could ever see. And then it just went off into the night. Uh, One interesting thing is that she claims that the wings had feathers, whereas many people were adamant that the wings had no feathers. Oh. Yeah. So some other reports of sightings, which are not necessarily in this three-day period. Um, One of them came from Lydia Woodall, who is the manager of the village in Pizza, who said that she heard this story when she was growing up, that Danny Scarborough's mother claimed to have woken up one night to see a figure trying to take her six-month-old baby, Danny, from the crib. The mother oh, fought now, it off. Now he's, now he's a baby stealer, too? <laughs> Bro. And claims that it was the Mothman who then jumped out of the window and took off into the night. Another family, and it it's unclear if this was maybe the same as Marcella Bennett, because some of these, like, it sounds very similar. However, the source that I looked at just said, like, another family claimed this. So it might just be that it's a similar story. They said that they saw red lights floating above the TNT area. When they went out to see what it was, they walked out and a huge figure that seemed to be laying down on the ground near one of the cars rose up. This figure walked toward them and they ran back into the house. They said that the creature began looking in the windows with its big red eyes and making apparently shrieking noises. I love the shrieking. (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, like, fuck it up. I I do. It's, again, it's a unique thing to Mothman. We hear about roars, growls, but not the, like, kind of shrieking, squeaking but sound. But you know what? No one ever talks about, about shrieking. It, it's really underrated. <laughs> <laughs> um. So overall, more than 100 eyewitnesses claim to see the Mothman in a year period they all said that and all these reports said that it the creature had a human-like body that was usually a darker color either like a black or gray they said that the being had two red eyes and a set of large wings that it did not seem to have to flap to fly they said the creature more of glided and many claimed to have an acute sense of dread when seeing the creature that haunted them even after the encounter. You know, that's fair. I don't know if that's like, oh, that's Mothman leaving an acute sense of dread in you. No, that's probably because you saw a fucking crazy ass shit. Because you no saw one believes you. Yeah, you saw something that in your mind shouldn't exist. It broke your reality. <laughs> like huh (laughs) yeah i do like some people argue like why was the mothman there you know and i'll like get to like kind of more of the story of the mothman obviously but some of them are like maybe it was a demon since it was so scary and it was like well yeah it was scary (laughs) i know like if i saw something with two inch diameter glowing red eyes and literally just could float away like I too, i'd be a little unnerved uh yeah i'd probably follow it because i think it's the mothman now <laughs> i probably wouldn't <laughs> i probably would i know this about you and you would probably never see me again and i wouldn't but i would die happy 
Yes, you would. <laughs> Over a hundred or like more than a hundred people claimed to see this creature and all had very similar tales. It apparently got so bad that there were hunting parties that were sent out to try to find the creature. You know, people were on kind of just this high alert all through 1966 and up to December of 1967. There were also these claims of many odd disturbances that occurred often at the same time as the Mothman sightings. So police Mm -hmm. said that their radio calls would suddenly drop or be interrupted with static. There were um, lots of cases of malfunctioning electronics, especially TVs, malfunctioning cars, and an increased sighting in UFOs throughout the area. So one journal. The way he's the way that Mothman's talking with the aliens too. He's like, guys, <laughs> guys, I know it's gonna get him this time. <laughs> Let's just add a little I've, bit more. I've already left them with a sense of dread. <laughs> Let's add some UFOs, though, too. He really came at it with all the stops. Like, let's ruin those electronics. Let's leave them with a sense of dread. Let's have, like, maybe some, like, poltergeist activity. You know, just for fun. For shits and gigs. Just for fun. And also some UFOs. Like, let's get all, all the paranormal in here. All of it. And, you know, I respect it. Go big or go home. Someone um, just, oh, oh, someone's honking outside. Oh, I did not hear that. Good. Okay. <laughs> good. I'm like, I was just like, good. So another odd occurrence that have happened uh, was t- something that happened to Mary Heyer, who was a journalist who was researching all of the Mothman sighting reports and the UFO sightings. When suddenly one night, a strange man came into her office. He was very short had strange eyes with thick glasses, and had a pre- precise square haircut. He spoke in a low <laughs> voice, looking for directions to Wells. Sorry, do you have something a, to say? What the fuck is a square hair, a nice, wait, what was it? A precise square haircut. What the fuck is a precise hair, uh, wait, <laughs> precise square haircut. I don't know. What on earth is going on in the House of Commons? I, I'm i not sure. There was no further elaboration. Mm-hmm. Uh, he spoke in a low voice looking for directions to Welsh, Welsh, West Virginia. He apparently had an odd accent or a possible speech impediment. She said for some reason she immediately felt very scared of him. And that he just kept getting closer and closer to her, repeatedly asking for directions. I don't trust the Welsh either. <laughs> Not Welsh. He's looking for directions for Welsh, West Virginia. Welsh accent. He had an odd accent or a possible speech impediment. <laughs> Such an asshole. <laughs> well, looking for directions. <laughs> um, so, feeling unnerved. 
Mary asked for her manager to come over to talk to this man. But before the manager could even actually get to the desk, the man looked at Mary's desk, grabbed a pin from it, looked at the pin incredulously, and she says that it was like he had never seen a pin before. He then laughed and ran out of the building with pin in hand. No, like, I'm going to start doing that to people in a Welsh accent. <laughs> Welsh accent. Can you even do a Welsh accent? No. <laughs> okay. I can't. Mary says that this wasn't the last time that she saw the man. She actually saw the man again on December 15th, 1967. Um, he when came she back. Was walking he was on like, the street. Thank you for the pen. <laughs> it was quite invigorating. <laughs> No, what she actually did was she saw him when he saw her he ran into a car and the car drove away. Somebody better call up Taylor Swift. Those are hot lyrics. He saw her. Wait, no. She saw him and he saw her and then he ran into the car. No. Yeah. And he ran into the car and drove away. Yeah. (laughs) Hello. Um, So yes, this is where we are going to end it today. Um, If you want to know what else happens in the Mothman story, along with theories and the events of December 15th, 1967, uh, keep following to listen to our next episode that will be out in two weeks. I know it's quite a wait, but trust me, it's worth it. Um, In the meantime, though, if you have anything you want to send us, uh, email us at History Mountain Podcast at gmail.com. You can send us uh, suggestions or just say hey. We'd love that as well. Uh, we also have a Twitter, which is at MysteryMTNPod, uh, where we try to post pictures uh, from the episodes that we do. Uh, we're not always great at that, but you know, we try. So, <laughs> um, additionally, if you could please uh, rate and subscribe we would really appreciate it and that's about it so we will see you next time on mystery mountain